I looked it up, and they were lying about me. Same thing happened to me, brother. I was pissed and scared. And I bet if the listeners look it up, it'd be exactly the same for them, too. No question. Episode 221 of the Dan Bradbury Podcast, where we talk about the key six fundamental business blocks that make a company successful or fail, depending upon how good or bad they are in these skills. And today's is all about legal, my friend. And I just paid a big whopping legal bill, so uh, I'm, I'm well attuned to... Uh... <laughs> Should I have given you a trigger warning before I introduced the topic? Yeah, no, I'm good. I mean, look, it, it is annoying, but at the same time, if I think about how much money they've just saved me, because we won, so uh, I, I'm actually uh, grateful to pay the bill, and my experience is, Topher, the bigger you get in business, the the more you well, you're going to need a lawyer on retainer. It's normally yeah, it's normally yeah. helpful. Yeah, I've actually got a buddy of mine who is a, is a fractional attorney, specifically for companies that are too big. Uh, they're big enough that they need an attorney, but they're too small to afford one full time. Right, brilliant, right. So brilliant. It's not, so not in house counsel, but yeah. it's like a yeah, yeah. Right. It's like a membership fee. It's great. Right. Yeah. Well, you you gotta you gotta stay on top of this stuff. That that's why we're here, right? Because yeah. you, you it's called net profit for the reason. It's the net of all your wins and all your losses. So yep. yeah. these things yeah. are gonna hit you, and the quicker you're growing, the, the yeah, the more likely it's gonna suddenly come out of the woodwork. Well, speaking of fast growth and um, uh, stuff coming out of the woodwork, you were telling me about an interesting story about a mayor down in Australia. Oh yeah, this is uh, this is unbelievable. I mean, this in the in the world of AI, but basically, this this mayor is taking action against. Was it ChatGPT? It was ChatGPT, yeah. yeah. Uh, because he, uh, like most people, we, back in the day, twenty years ago, you used to Google yourself, and now what people do is they ask ChatGPT about themselves or ask your other AI bots are available. Yes. Um, and he asked him, and it wrongly stated that he'd been in prison for fraud. Something like that, like bribery or something? Yeah, I something remember. like yeah, that. Yeah. So it's, it's some, some terrible uh, indictment. that was Stuff that you don't want when you're running for office. Yeah, that's correct. For sure. that, that, was, that was absolutely not true. Like, it wasn't even close to reality. It, it was something like, it wasn't even like he was accused of it and found not guilty. It was right. something like he testified in somebody else's case Right, but they, the 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 chatbot had wrongly put him as being yep. the, the person on the stand, the person, the accused, yeah. and uh, and then consequently he's suing them and taking action. I, I think I, you know what, I think that's a good thing. I encourage it, and I hope more people do that because that's what's going to, I think, start putting some regulation around this AI information age at this point in time because right now it's kind of like the wild wild west right there's just no regulation and it's we've I, I think history has proven that companies can't regulate themselves <laughs> it, 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 well it's it's huge I mean look it, it, it happened to me I looked myself up and it lied about me <laughs> Like, it, yeah. it lied, my, lied about me, and that's hugely detrimental. Yeah. And by the way, it happened to me, too. I looked my... It said that I was... At one point in time, I thought I was a software engineer. Another one, it said that I was an author of a book that I haven't even written, nor would I. It was right. crazy. Right. And my thing was... I mean, my name's not exactly extremely rare, but it was... Um, it, Mine it, is, and it's still screwed it right, up. Right, but even still, like, the data didn't correlate with you know my namesake yeah uh, so I, I kind of it, it was all over the place and the thing is your reputation precedes you your reputation precedes you so in the eye of the uh, uh, the, the consumer what they see online that they, they mistakenly believe 
is true in a lot of cases. Oh, it's so true. Most people, when they, especially, I think there's an, a false sense of faith in ChatGPT, Bard, all the AI services. I think people inherently give them a lot more credit than they deserve. I mean, look, I, so I had an argument about this with an AI specialist yesterday. I um, thought you were about to say, I had an argument with AI about this the other day. Yeah, no, and he's wrong. And, and he's just wrong. And I think it's in the word intelligence. We've got artificial intelligence. They assume it's intelligent. No, it's not. It's a chat. It's a chat bot. It's been fed a large amount of data, which means in the vast majority of the cases, it's just data retrieval. It's regurgitating data that it found online. Yeah, well, yeah, that's one piece of it for sure. Yeah, right. So, so, so how much how much garbage is there in there? I mean, this was woeful. I mean, yeah. so the question is, how do you defend against this stuff? Right? It's it's kind of like you need to defend your IP as if your name, uh, 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 your your life hangs on it. I, so I so let's mail was yeah, spot on. Let's do this. Let's get this into a specific strategy because one thing we well, we we always promised on this podcast that the listeners are going to walk away with at least one strategy. How do we take this information and turn this into a strategy that the listeners or the viewers can actually do to help protect themselves? Right, right. I mean. Uh, there are companies that can do this for you, by the way, but I'm in favor of you doing it for yourself. Make sure that you are going out there. You are Googling yourself. You are searching your name in all the uh, search engines and getting stuff. And through. and barding Correct. and ChatGPT yeah, now. I'm yeah. going to do that next. Like, you need yeah. to get on these platforms and ch- uh, check that it's correct and then update. It, it never ceases to amaze me uh, how many companies that, that their basic company details, their address, their phone number, their whatever is just outright wrong and you need to follow the appropriate processes all the search engines etc now the ai bots there are there are processes of theirs that you can go through to complain about incorrect content to get it removed because ultimately these ai companies are starting to be held accountable so they do you think they will though ultimately or will they pay off legislators enough to where they're going to be void of it just like social media people aren't responsible for the content Well, i'm not going to go conspiracy theories but i i I would say it would strike me that whenever there's an immense amount of money at stake people will fight to uh maintain their position of strength so then yes they will buy off the politicians uh, yes, that, that was a, that was a political answer I just gave. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I do think that there'll be some recourse, but just enough minimally for them to justify it. But yeah. if that's the only tool that you've got, that that's that's the route you need to go down. Here, here's the sad part. I think most of these companies are going to look at that collateral damage as just an expense on the line. It's like, yeah, we know we're going to get sued, so we just have to have that in the budget. Maybe, but what's the alternative? I mean, I've got an absolute horror story on this one. Uh, 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 to share so um, somebody that I know that shall remain nameless uh, was falsely was it it Tom (laughs) was was falsely accused um, of uh, child rape right oh I know who you're talking about and I remember that I feel my heart went out for this guy and and this guy is just the most impeccable human being one of the best right absolutely uh, like hands down and and so you know what whilst uh whilst i knew my heart instantly that um that it wasn't true 
And by the way, I, I said that to somebody else, and they were like, "Yeah, but do you know?" Oh yeah, because uh, and, and once you've story been accused, about, you're guilty. Correct. Yeah. And then that person told me a story about how somebody he knew that knew hadn't done it. Turned out that they had done it and were convicted. And I'm like, "No, no, this person would ne- never do that." Blah, blah blah. Anyway, took two years to drag out, and then he was he wasn't even charged. Yeah. There, there was. Um, no case to answer. No further action. Was but all that shit's still online. He's been battling ever since that to get it off. Right. So because because he is a minor celebrity and is friends with a couple of major A-listers. It was on. Yeah. It was front page news. It massively impacted his company negatively. It destroyed it because I, I knew some people that did business with him that, that said, look... Um, I'm going to use the name Tom, and to be clear, it's not a Tom. <laughs> right, so, right. Uh, so affiliates with any Tom that is purely coincidental. But like, so said Tom. Listen, we're sorry. Like, we love you. We know you didn't do it, and professionally, we have to distance ourselves from you. Yeah. So it destroyed his company. Then, of course, he's dragged into like, having to do to pull together a strong defense after all that. Yeah. A- after nearly two years, CPS. The Crown Prosecution Service decided not to take action. There was no case to answer. Yeah. So he, he, in a weird way, it's it was cheaper because he didn't actually have to go to court. But he didn't get to get a not guilty. I was just saying it almost would have been better for him to get the not like to have to pay the money and get the not guilty. Correct. Because you know, now, now the jury decided yes. in, in ten minutes, right? It's yeah. like, uh, but because it was literally a he said, she said, and. Um, you know uh, the the comments on it later were were effectively it was because of celebrity affiliation that the CPS even like well we really need to be seen to be you know, taken. This I don't seriously. know the I don't know the background on this, but was this an ex that was like a jilted ex or something that came in and did the accusation? It's so common. They, they were no longer together. Yeah, uh, so so I, I I can't comment. Uh, I don't know before that, and they had a uh, child together, yeah. right? Yep. So it was it was horrendous. But the point is. It cost him a fortune. He then had to have a separate legal case to regain custody because his child was young at the time. Yeah. I won't say her age, but uh, was young at the time, and therefore he lost early years because those wasn't. formative years that right. cannot get right. back. He, but yeah. he then had to take action because the threshold for criminal it's a higher bar than, um, but yeah. for, for child uh, access, right? And then in that case, he won access back to his daughter. And the judge said, "This is who, by the way, he lived for this child." Oh, correct. Child. He said like, that was the only. Yeah. That was the only reason he, he didn't kill himself. Yeah. He told me. He said that was the only reason he didn't kill himself is because he knew he knew that in the end, justice it would be, it would be seen right. Yeah. And the the judge in the family court basically said, "This is ridiculous that it's gone this far." Yeah. Anyway, now now this was some time ago, but the point is, he spent a fortune with a lot of companies, uh, 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 lawyers. And, and kind of PR companies to get those articles pulled. And even now, still, if you if still, you Google yeah. his name plus rape, there's one newspaper who, who who refused to take it down. They just put at the bottom of the article, so there's a full article about all the details, how they were arrested, all this kind of stuff. And at the very bottom it says, you know... Well, addi- correction. A- addendum, yeah. correction, like uh, was found... Uh, wasn't charged and was no further action was taken. Which, by the way, is irrelevant because people only read the headlines. Right. Right. They sh- there should be a law that forces them to change those headlines. It's so frustrating. Ryan Holiday talked about this, by the way, in his book Trust Me, I'm Lying, which was our book of the week last week. Yeah. So, so, so um, it's almost how we planned this podcast. Wow. Um, uh, so, but we didn't plan this part. This is so, just divine intervention. We planned it. Oh, I, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
yes, we planned this part. <laughs> so, so, so the point being, you've got to use the tools available to you. So yeah. it's horrendous, um, uh, but you need to defend your IP. You need to, like, if there's incorrect facts around you, some people are judging you on the basis of those facts. You need to get that stuff cleaned up. You yeah. need to get on it. You need to go on Google, search name, put yourself in the AI chatbot, and you need to go through the various processes that you need to do yeah. to uh, correct that. Yeah, I was going to say, and correct it when you find the wrong things. All right, my friend, let's move on to the book of the week. The book of the week this week is The Luxury Strategy by, uh, I think it's Kat Ferrer and Bastian, I believe the two author names. And uh, this is really about uh, building a brand. But it's applicable for, for most small business. You, 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 it's better to be positioned as the premium mm-hmm. in the market. And how the rules of marketing and that kind of positioning is often contrarian to a lot of the advice. So these are two world-leading experts in terms of building these kind of luxury brands. And uh, it absolutely applies to small business. So in terms of reputation, positioning, yeah, it's a great book. Cool. And that's a perfect segue into the quote of the week that comes from our most quoted and most famous quotester on the planet who famously said, reputation is like fine china. Once it's broke, it can never be repaired. Do you know who I'm referring to? Warren Buffett. No, no, no. We, 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 we do use him a lot, but it's, it's somebody quoted even more than Warren Buffett, but we never really know if he actually said it. Oh, yeah. I was going to say uh, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yes. You know, that, yes. Was, that was our first thought. <laughs> Damn it. I have no idea if he said it, but that's what the internet says. So it must be true. Yeah, quite, quite. <laughs> All right. Take us out of here, my friend. Well, as always, if you want a better business, you need to be a better business owner. Well said. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Three things you need to do now. Number one, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you do not miss an episode. Also, get on over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity, Nine and a Half Steps to Improving Your Profits and Cash Flow. Also, join our Facebook group, the Turnover is Vanity, Profit is Sanity community to connect with other business owners. 